Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Real Adventures for Visit Mildura. Unexpected, unforgettable. Start planning and find out for yourself. Visit mildura.com.au. It's now time for All Aboard and our special guest this morning is Frogley's offshore pro staffer, Dan Mackerel. And of course, he's a big cats man, Dan. Uh, good what, morning, what Dan. Was, was. Sorry, Dan. Still is. Still is. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, mate? You haven't been on the show yeah, for yeah. a bit. Had to get you back no, on. I've been, oh, I've been a bloody long winter, hasn't it? That's all good. It's, uh, we're chipping away. We're looking forward to some warmer weather. So happy days. Let's kick right into it, Patrick. Perch Search is on this weekend. Dan, take us through what that is all about and the tips and tricks to catching a few fish. Yeah, no worries. The Perch Search we've been doing now for just over 10 years, actually. So it's all uh, fisheries initiative where we saw a band of anglers get together. Once once every 12 months, we go and catch the estuary perch as they push down to the, the saltier reaches of the estuaries. Um, we'll go and catch them for a couple of days, store them in some turkey crates, then they'll fly a plane down from New South Wales, pick them up take them back and use them for broodstock. And um, if you sort of have a look on the fisheries website, all the local places they restock them into, you'll see how successful the program is. But they're actually been really easy to breed by the looks of things. Um, and the numbers of the places you can stock them is sort of unlimited as well. So it's been a great little initiative by Fisheries Victoria and one we're pretty happy to keep moving on with. So it's a fascinating way of um, breeding fish compared to stocking them and, and trying to develop it in captivity and sort of everything that goes into um, you know, that side, of, yeah, the effort side of, of, of yeah. breeding them. Um, how has it come about that this has been the, the best method? It's a great way to engage people first and foremost, clearly, um, but it yep. is a fascinating way of, of catching them, bringing them in, creating them and, and then sending them up. Yeah, well, I think it's just proved to be a very safe and effective way of doing it. The fact that, you know, we're sort of catching these fish when they're ripe, so they're obviously full of eggs and uh, right to go with the, the milk side of things. And then obviously we're putting one and two together um, with the safe fish handling practices. We put them in our live wells, put them in the turkey crates, and within 12 hours they're up on a, at a breeding facility and they're um, done that way. So there's no sort of real stress on the fish and the, um, the production rates from the fish has been exceptional for what we've done. So This time of the year is... Well, not quite yet there, but things are starting to warm up. Let's be honest, we're on that backside of winter. When you are fishing for these perch, what's the best methods for targeting them this time of the year? Yeah, so now now for the next two months, is probably the prime time for fishing, fishing a lot of our local estuaries. Like Obviously, this winter hasn't been as bad, but a lot of the estuaries are sort of really dirty up with the excess fresh water coming down. Um, so this time of year, obviously, it triggers the perch to sort of head down to the front of the estuaries, the brim are down there as well, and then the mulloway will be also in the same area, so... Really, once you find where the sort of concentrations of fish are, if you can spend a lot of your time fishing those areas, um, you're obviously the chances of catching those fish are, are very, very high. And it's pretty easy to do, like this time of year. Um, fish will generally spend most of their time in the deeper water. Um, so it's a matter of using your sounder, using the tools that you've got, um, and just, just sitting on top of them. You'll just get range, go through a few different techniques, 
Um, you've just probably got to remember to fish very, very slow. They're probably the biggest mistake a lot of guys fish this time of year is that, yeah, moving their lure too fast or, you know, just sort of zipping along. So if you think you're going slower, go even slower again. It's always a, a great blows, catch a few fish. Blows my mind how many techniques... I guess it's like Barrett. Oh, like, I'm just trying to like slow the best is not slower. It's best the amount of fishing that that method works for. It's incredible. Like going yep. slow with everything. Like yeah, well, I can't crazy. wait, Fred, to get you out in the boat one mate to to test you out with all these techniques. I've been out with the whiting with you and watching you catch fish on bloody twenty and thirty pound lines. I just can't wait to get you to an estuary and put you with some four pound leader and actually see you left to a fight some fish. So I think I'm good. sick that day. You know what? One of the <laughs> one of the most disappointing days for me of oh, all time, Dan. Yep. Aaron and I went up north, and Copolo uh, Dan Dam is a is a stocked fishery, yep. full of barra, uh, and it was literally the first time Aaron had ever fished for them, and the Muppet Guru himself. I think it was his second, second cast. cast. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> it's like, it was, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it was four or five fish later, me five, end of the day, Pat none. <laughs> it, yeah, right. it was a hard day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you oh, mentioned... You, you um, <laughs> was I surprised Pat actually brought that up then? <laughs> no, credit where credit's due. Um, the, the other species that, um, that you know obviously incredibly well... Uh, Mulloway and brim. Uh, you had a brim talk not too long ago. It's one of the species that really does get people really excited. Um, now, is it a good time to start really looking to to hit them hard as we start to, you know, the, the temperatures that are yeah. starting to rise? Yeah. It's a bit more enjoyable That's to fish. Yep. Yeah, and this time of year, though, if you can find them, like it's possible to have sort of cricket score numbers of catches of the day as well. Like they'll be, you know, they're pretty well condensed in a certain section of the river. Um, once they find their sort of right sort of salinity they're sort of looking for at the moment. Um, you can find a lot of fish deep, so you can fish them on deep schools or you can go and target edges, um, probably for bigger fish. So brim fishing from now through to right through to April is pretty much primo, to be honest. So, so you, you can catch on a wide range of techniques, whether you're fishing, you know, hard bodies in shallow water or get out in the deeper water with your heavier stuff plastics and vibes. So so there's the vibes and there's the, the techniques for fishing for it. But, but what about the gear? Let's talk about your gear, what you use yep. and why you believe it's the you know the best for what you do in terms of um, giving yourself the best chance to work that lure and, and, and catch a, a fish of a lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. Like fishing, fishing products have come a long way in recent times and I think very lucky to be able to use some of the samurai and atomic rods that we're using nowadays. So the fact that you know the braid we're using, very, very fine, allows you to detect... Any sort of any sort of bite, really. I um, thought he was going to say allows you to fish even heavier. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more about bite detection, and you know yeah. this time of year when there is sort of excess flow pushing down. Yeah, the thinner line um, allows you to run sort of lighter jig heads, so you sort of stay in touch with the bottom and fish that more sort of finesse application, which really gets you know when you're fishing beside someone else with with the heavier stuff, it really comes to fruition. You sort of see the, uh, the amount of fish you will catch in in comparison, I suppose. So Last one, one percent that. Get the extra bullets. So. Last one before we let you go, Dan, is the Mulloway that Pat mentioned before. Uh, yep. You're fishing for Bram, you're fishing for Estuary Perch and the likes. What are the chances of actually landing a Mulloway meter plus? I know you've or do you need it. to target them specifically? Or, yeah. yeah, well, I know you've caught them as bycatch for Bram and you have a bit of grief catching them at times, Dan. So like, what are the chances, yep. though, of actually getting a fish? I know you can target them properly, but what are the chances of the bycatch? Like, I know you've done it a few times. Yeah, well, I was kind of down to location, to be honest. Like, I know we've sort of... Um, 
Nelson's probably the primo one for Victoria. If you want to actually go and target Mulloway, I'd be saying go to Nelson. Yeah. Um, we caught him. Caught him in most other estuaries around the place. As a bycatch, uh, you know, fish the Curtis River, probably fish it 10 times a year for the last 10 years. I think I've caught two Mulloway there, but you go to Glenelg, um, your chances are increased. Well, yep. Yeah. Exponentially. And it's, they're pretty easy to find on the sounder. Look, there's a few little things we sort of look for around the moon. If you've got a barometer over 1,016, it's sort of, you know, they're the, the prime times to go and target those fish. Um, and they're just, you know, you find them on the sounder. And if you get one to bite, you know you're in for a good day because it's generally that they're in a pretty good mood. But you can spend a whole day looking at your sounder and wondering why the hell these things aren't going to chew. They're just they're so switched off or not active and just got to wait, be there at the right time, and you're in for a good session. Now, take you back to the start of the uh, start of the chat that we had, Perch Search. I didn't yep. actually ask you where, I know it's down southwest, but where is this actually being commenced? Yeah, so this year we went over to Venice Bay in South Gippsland. Yes, sort of rotate. So they've got different different stock each year to use. So we go. We've done sort of the Glenelg River quite a few times. Venice Bay. There's another one done out of East Gippsland as well, which covers sort of Bem River, Marlow, and those estuary systems as well. So. Down uh, Andrew from Melbourne Marine Centre's got a holiday house down there. He certainly does. Hey, uh, thank you so much this morning, Dan, for coming on the show, chatting about perch search and also your passion uh, for fishing and obviously um, the work that you do uh, for Frogglies Offshore as well. Dan Mackerel, our special guest this morning on Real Adventures.